Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast, where each week we unpack the hottest online marketing and business strategies so you can grow your business, increase your bottom line, and make a bigger impact. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. What's up, familia? Welcome back to the Business Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. And this episode is actually inspired by one of you guys. I asked you over on Instagram, what were some of the questions you'd like featured in a future episode? And the wonderful Denise from Magicpreneur asked the following question. So she says, Kim, what's the secret to free content that converts? XX, Denise. Denise, what a great question. What is the magic sauce, that key, that formula that we're all looking for when it comes to creating content that actually sells, right? How do you convert content into cash flow? And I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. We're going to dive right in. And the first tip that I have for you is really simple, but it's something that most people don't do. And it just, it drives me crazy. And by the way, if I turn on the sass in this episode, it's because I don't know if it's hormones or the weather. Or I'm just feeling better, but the Hispanic inside me is coming out. It's coming out. And the first uh, kind of tip that I wanted to share with you is just that when it comes down to content that sells, the number one thing you need to do is reverse engineer the sale. I'm going to say it again. Reverse engineer the sale. When you reverse engineer the process of creating content that leads people to an actual paid offer, everything shifts. Literally, it's that intersection point between content that you want to actually create to build trust and value in your community to actually, you know, help build that relationship with your ideal customer and then actually, right, paying the bills, actually funding, funding the mission. I don't care if you're a nonprofit, you still have to fund the mission. You still have to fund, right, that goal. Um, And you still have to find a way to help other people. And really, that comes down to profits, right? We talk about profits uh, in this channel a lot. And this whole concept of always choosing profitability over popularity is key. Because in the traditional business world, um, you don't really come across this concept of creating content for free that actually moves the needle in terms of sales. It's really only been the last, I would say, 10 years, even though, you know, direct response marketing has been around for 30 years, Really, the last 10 years is when you're seeing this explosion of modern marketing, this explosion of modern entrepreneurs actually leveraging the power of education, the power of content creation, the power of building trust and relationships with their clients and customers and giving them something of value, right, for free in exchange for that relationship, in exchange for that trust, in exchange that hopefully, right, they will take action on their product. They will actually purchase from them, not just right now, but also in the long run, and that they'll tell all their friends. So that really is a powerful concept and something that I don't think enough of us do. It's really reverse engineer the sale. And I love how my friend Sean Cannell from Think Media, who's an amazing influencer and teaches everybody about creating YouTube videos, um, definitely check him out. I'll link his channel in the description box below. But he puts it this way. Most of us are creating content in a really interesting way, right? We have random acts of content, right? Not random acts of kindness, which are, it's great. We should all do that. But random acts of content. We're just kind of 
you know, rolling with the punches. We're just throwing things out there to see what sticks. We don't have a content calendar. We don't have a content marketing strategy. And we do not look at our content as a direct vehicle for making sales, for for pushing the needle in our business, for actually creating those uh, relationships that turn into paying clients. And so I think that that has a lot to do with this new wave that we've seen the last couple of years of new influencers, right? And I think that that it's a really good way um, and it's a really good way of thinking about business from a long-term perspective. But it also is really dangerous to only focus on just building the followers, just building, you know, um, the actual platform, just building the community, just blowing up um, and then just getting addicted by the numbers, right, of constantly chasing that new thing instead of slowing the heck down and saying, okay, how do I turn an actual follower? How do I turn, uh, you know, someone who's just landed on my blog, a reader, a subscriber? How do I turn that person into a paying client? And not just any paying client, but a paying client that is freaking thrilled to do business with me, who is so excited and so elated that I have the solution to their problem, that they won't just come back and purchase from me time and time again, but they'll also tell all of their friends and they'll become a super fan, right? So that's so important. And in this channel, we've touched about how to monetize a small audience and definitely check out that video once you're done with this one. But when we talk about the customer journey, when we talk about kind of breaking down the process of how do you actually take someone who does not know you, right, who just discovered you all the way through to becoming a client and becoming a customer, that can be as elaborate or as short and simple as you want it to be. For so many brands, a customer journey is literally, you know, based on intent, meaning the only marketing they're doing is SEO, for example, and they're doing search on engine optimization they're ranking for key terms that they know their people are actually looking for. Like for example, um, they're a plumbing company, so they're creating content around plumbing or they're optimizing their website around plumbing. And they know that when people have the intent of hiring them is when they're actually going to find them through search. And that's a very simple way of designing your content strategy, right? It's intent-based and you basically convert a lead who has intent pretty, pretty quickly. If you can address your objections, if you can actually be, you know, the the company that has the highest ratings, you have the best customer testimonials. It's a pretty simple, it's a pretty simple process, right? But that is very, that's one side of, of marketing. That's very short term. It's a very direct response in some ways. And really that's what I wanted to touch on is building that balance of, okay, let's create content for the long haul. Let's create content that actually, you know, will bring in customers 10 years from now. Um, but then let's also create content that is going to uh, not just build the brand, not just create more followers, not just reach the masses, but that is actually going to move people to actually right now. And that's where direct response marketing comes in. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people are just completely against direct response marketing. And um, I think that there is a really important place for direct response marketing. So let me know in the comment section below right now. Are you more of a uh, trendy, let's build the brand, let's not ask people to actually you know, sign up for our email list or buy something from us, they'll do that eventually down the line? Is that your kind of perspective? Um, is that kind of how you do marketing? Or are you completely in the opposite end of the spectrum? And you're like, why the heck am I creating content at all? (laughs) I just want to create direct response content um, that actually asks people to do 
something, right? Sign up for my email list, buy my product, uh, you know, schedule a consultation, uh, fill out some kind of questionnaire, whatever that is. Um, is that what you see as 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 marketing um, in this day and age? I think it's really interesting because I said somewhere in the middle. I think that it's super important to have a long term strategy that builds the brand that you know really brings in that awareness that creates that momentum for your business long term. But it's equally as important to move people to action, right? That's that's the profit part of it. The popularity part of it is definitely important, but it's not the main focus, um, especially if you're looking at um, generating cash flow, right? If you're starting out right now and you're like, listen, honey, I got to pay some bills. I got to, it's do or die, right? I, I have to make it happen. And so that's where direct response marketing comes in and says, wait, 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 whoa, 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 hold up. We're doing all this work. This takes money, time, and energy. You know, it is not. It, listen, if I showed you guys the amount of steps that this video, that publishing this video, that producing and publishing this video takes, it's crazy. I actually, I'll have I'll have my editor insert a little uh, screen grab of all the different tasks that my team has to actually accomplish in order for an episode, one episode to go live on the YouTube channel. I, I love to hear people's reactions to that, but it's a lot of work, right? It's a lot of work. It is not free. Your time is not free. The time that you invest, that has monetary value to it. Like time is your most precious commodity. It cannot be, uh, you know, purchased. It can't be recovered. It can't be acquired. Time is, is an amazing, precious resource. So when it comes to direct response, I think that there's a time and place and Really, that's what it comes down to is can you reverse engineer the content pieces that are going to propel your brand for the long term, that are going to be the pieces that get you discovered, right? They're the pieces that people share and talk about that build a brand, that build relationship versus the content pieces that are going to actually build your email list, that are actually going to... Uh, excite people to click that buy, buy button, right? Or schedule that consultation call or finally complete that first questionnaire um, or that application. All of that is, or just, you know, pick up the phone and give you a call, you know, whatever that is for you. I think that balancing that out is so key and so important. And most of the time we're creating random acts of content. We're not actually serious about reversing that process. And before we even create that content piece, saying, okay, what is the objective of this piece? What do I want to actually accomplish with this piece of content? I'll tell you this. In my business, there isn't a single piece of content that we don't assign a purpose to. And that purpose, I communicate to my entire team and I say, listen, this series right now, this is designed to help us get discovered. This is literally designed to help us, uh, you know, create content that our community will want to binge watch that'll give them so much value that they're like, oh my gosh, I want to share this with all my friends. But there's also series that are literally direct response. And I want people to click on that blog link or click on that email uh, subscribe button or to actually purchase one of our products, programs, or services. And so once we have clarity, that's the key, right? 
clarity, then we can go and move forward and say, okay, these are the pieces that we're going to create that are actually going to serve the purpose of direct response, meaning they're actually going to move the needle in in our business. And I don't think that we should have any kind of guilt around moving people to action with our content the other way around, right? We should be excited about that. That's actually a good thing. But there's this crazy new trend or this notion that if you move people to action, all of a sudden you are some kind of trader. All of a sudden you sold out. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, you're a business owner. You're an entrepreneur. You're a creator. You cannot exist without making a profit, okay? Who the heck is going to pay for your bills? How are you going to fund your entire operation? That is not a sustainable way of building a brand. It is definitely not going to allow you to serve at the highest level that you possibly can. And so in so many ways, not uh, actually getting really aggressive with the way that you think about profits, not being aggressive in your sales message, but the way that you think about profits, the way that you strategize around profits, the way that you actually put pieces in place to make your profit strategy come to life, you're actually doing a disservice to people who really need your help. They're the people that want you to continue existing as a brand. It's your responsibility to become profitable. I hate to, I hate to, you know, kind of break it to you here, but that that's the truth. That is literally the truth. It's your responsibility to stay in business and you cannot under any circumstance, especially if you have people who work for you and their livelihoods depend on your company being profitable, you can't just be putting out content for the sake of putting out content because content is super time consuming, right? Like, let's be real here. Like, if we're talking about creating content, this isn't a hobby. This isn't something that you just kind of uh, decide to do because, you know, it's some kind of pleasurable thing. It can be, and it's amazing, and it could be your passion, and that's a great thing, but it also needs to move the needle if you're going to be a real entrepreneur. I'm sorry. This is not a hobby. This is serious, and so I really, when you're when you're thinking about legacy, when you're thinking about, about brand, when you're thinking about service, it's really easy to kind of fog the lens and say, whoa, 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 I'm being selfish because, you know, I actually want to sell my product. No, that is incorrect. That is false. You're actually being responsible. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm being so selfish that I'm going to work this morning. I really should just stay home and just like, you know, figure out how I can really empower the world and, and be of, of better service to the community. Like, no, come on, you're contributing to society. You're actually doing something with your life. And that is that is honestly one of the greatest gifts you can give everybody. <laughs> like just be a responsible human. Like take responsibility grow, empower yourself, continue moving forward. So that's my rant about content that uh, that sells and how to generate content that actually leads to action and balancing those two. Now let's get real pragmatic. Let's get really practical because that's what this podcast is all about. We're going to have fun. I promise. I'm not, I'm not upset with you. I, I know that the energy got real high there for a second, but that's just, that's just my Latina in me. You know, that's just me like just getting real excited. So I got my notes here and we're going to move into the next step here, which I think is really important. Um, and just when it comes to kind of ironing down your customer buying journey, how do you reverse engineer that process, right? Because sometimes it can be like, okay, I understand the theory, but how to actually take what you just said and put it into practice. So a great example of that is this show, right? I have a membership called the Business Lounge Membership and the podcast 
also has the same name. It's a business lounge podcast. So why did I launch the business lounge podcast? So many reasons. But when it comes to what's relatable or or what makes sense for this specific um, episode, it really is all about reverse engineering. It's reverse engineering. It allows me to have longer form videos like this one, longer form episodes that you tune into, that you listen to. And I can dive in deeper into topics like this one. I can build my relationship with you and I can give you a preview of what it's like on the very surface level, like so surface, it's ridiculous what's in the business lounge membership if you've ever been a part of that community and this is literally i'm taking the words from so many of you guys who've said this um it's kind of like in the business lounge if you love like let's say that you're really interested in chocolate because somehow chocolate is just going to make your life better because it just does um and diving into the business lounge is literally like jumping into a pool of chocolate, just like all the chocolate you could possibly have. Um, and really, that's 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 what the membership is when it comes to content and marketing and business. It's this buffet of all you can eat marketing, really just so much information. We have over a thousand training videos, over 30 training courses. And this content, this this topic that we're talking about, about, you know, creating content, free content that actually converts, that sells. We could be here for hours. I could literally break down for you. Listen, this is how do you create a funnel? This is how you create a buying uh, system, right? A customer journey that takes people from zero to actually someone who purchases. Um, and then I can talk to you about conversion optimization inside our conversions RX course. I could talk to you about designing a profitable funnel, which is one of our courses, and then how you plug in the content aspect inside one of our co- courses called the Content Lab. But we don't have that much time. So I got to make these episodes really practical. And hopefully you'll get so much value that you'll say, you know what, I'm going to sign up for that wait list right now because I know. And hey, we're interrupting the show real quick just to tell you about the sponsor of this episode. If you want to finally stop ghosting your audience for good and move away from inconsistency with your content creation, we have the perfect solution for you. It's our brand new content calendar playbook, and it's chock full of over 200 plus caption starters, done for you social media post prompts, and over 70 pages of templates and resources and tools so that you know exactly what to say to keep your audience engaged, excited, and coming back for more consistently. Listen, you know that your content has been a problem for a while. And if that's the case, it's time to get off your booty and actually do something about it. Just for our podcast listeners, you can go over to contentcalendarplaybook.com. That's contentcalendarplaybook.com and get an incredible deal on 90 days of plus of content strategy that's done for you. You're going to absolutely love this new resource. And I know it's going to make a huge difference with helping you stay consistent with your content creation and getting back in the game when it comes to attracting attention for your business. Alrighty, back to the show.
that what's on the other side, if this is what she's giving me for free, what's on the other side has to be mind blowing. And baby, I promise you that it is. Seriously, I know that I'm tooting my own horn hard on this episode, but it's the truth. And so I just wanted to give you that example. I have a marketing podcast because I have a marketing membership, right? And so, so often that is the main problem that I see when it comes to content that doesn't generate revenue. There is a massive disconnect between the platform that you're on, between the content that you're pushing out and what you're actually selling. In fact, um, I was coaching one of our lifetime members in the Business Lounge um, just last month and we were talking about kind of going over her blog. She had an amazing blog. She's sharing information with other business owners. But then we discovered that really what she wanted to do was to really niche down and talk to other practitioners in her industry about how to build a business in the medical therapy space, which was completely different than online business owners and online entrepreneurs. So by finding that disconnect, we were able to say, whoa, 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 you know, let's change the content strategy here because we're not reverse engineering. We're just kind of like going along. And what she was sharing with us was like, look, I was just learning things and I wanted to share with other people. So I thought my audience was the entrepreneurial space, the online entrepreneur, the online marketer, when in reality, where her expertise and just her brilliance really uh, was shining was in her niche. She had 15 years of experience, in, you know, in that niche. She was currently literally the ops manager for a very successful practice. She was in the middle of opening her own. And I was like, listen, we need to do a complete pivot with your with your content, the topics that you're putting out, because I thought that you're attracting this online entrepreneur, you know, when really she's just attracting people who are in that specific niche, that specific industry. And so her content was completely disconnecting in terms of the topics. But let's get even more granular. So that's the foundation, right? That's we got the foundation. Now let's get real granular with it. How do you then take you know, content pieces like an Instagram post or a blog post or a video or even a podcast, how do you reverse engineer that process? So really, once you decide, okay, this is going to be a blog post or a piece of content that's going to be a direct response type piece of content, meaning I'm going to ask, there's going to be a call to action. And that call to action is either going to be to buy my product, to schedule a consultation, um, to sign up for something, or, you know, to download some kind of lead magnet so that people join my email list. Awesome. Now that I know what the topic is more or less, how, what asset do I have right now? that would encourage people to actually take that next step in my buyer journey, right? So what is it that I can offer them, whether it's in this content piece itself or in terms of some kind of freebie, some kind of discount, something that will help them take the next step in the buying relationship, and so for me, there's a variety of, of ways that I can look at this. And I want you to look at it in your from your business perspective as well. I can take, for example, let's say our Trello series, right? I know that I can create an entire Trello series. I have a lead magnet that's related to that content. It's our Trello free template. And from that template, I could actually, if I wanted to, I could go and sell my members or my subscribers who opt into that uh, lead magnet specifically, I could say, hey, I know you're interested in productivity. You clearly love Trello. You downloaded my template. Here's um, the next step. 
If you join the Business Lounge, we have an entire series on productivity. One of the courses is called the Productivity Clinic, and I'm going to break down exactly how you can 10x your productivity, um, or you could work, you know, half the time and get just as much, if not more, done. If you're interested, sign up here. Simple, straightforward, no complications, right? In one of our episodes where we talked about monetizing a small audience, we talked about creating a micro or baby offer, right? Connecting those dots into your content. Another way that you can move people to action directly, you don't even have to take them to a lead magnet. I'm talking straight to the sale. It's just create a longer form type of content piece, right? You want to remember that the higher the cost of your product, the higher the cost of your product, the more convincing and the more relationship and the more trust you want to build with your audience, right? So whoever is watching that piece of content, whoever is consuming it needs and is brand new to your community, they need to feel that connection with you. So oftentimes when you're going straight to the sale, it's really smart for you to make your blog post extra beefy. You know what I'm talking about? Like actually go live, do something a little different, like maybe create a video series or create an entire full-blown episode or just create an hour-long podcast. It doesn't, it's not about the length, right? It's about how much value you pack into that piece of content and make it very strategic. If you're going to ask for the sale and your product is high-end, right? Meaning you're charging and, and high-end is relative, okay? We're talking in the online space. Let's say that you're charging for one-on-one consultations or a consulting package, and it starts at $3,000. So if you're going straight to the sale, then make your 20 minutes of live interaction, your 20-minute podcast, your 20-minute YouTube video, make it really valuable. Make it irresistible. Take time in crafting that content piece, and then transition well into the ask transition into the ask, meaning whatever the topic that you have, let's say that I am, uh, let's say I'm a CPA, right? And I know that I'm not going to do anyone's taxes for less than four or $5,000. And that's a big ask, right? Like it's a lot of money. So I'm going to go live on my Facebook page once a week, and I'm just going to give these business owners gold, so much value, practical information that they can put into action. And they're going to be so blown away by that content piece that at the end, I'm going to say, hey, if you would love to work with me, if you're confused about how to do your books or your taxes, if you feel overwhelmed with how much information is out there and you just want that personalized service, here is my phone number. Here's, you know, a link where you can call a call where you can book a uh, consultation. It's totally free. It's 15 minutes. I'm going to give you really great information and we're going to decide if we are a good match, if we can work together. This is the number or here's the link definitely book yours right now. That's a great piece of content that you can literally transition straight into the sale um, and not feel guilty about it because you've earned, right? You've earned the ask. You build so much value into that, uh, that content piece that you can say, hey, just do this. And by the way, I know this sounds crazy, but we're talking about a high-end offer. If you're selling a $15 product, for example, yo, post an Instagram post. Like <laughs> you don't need to spend 20 minutes convincing someone about how great your product is. Although you might, that it might be part of your strategy where you're demoing the product or showing client testimonials. I think that's really smart, but you don't have to do that, right? Like super important to understand here. And that kind of brings me and reminds me of um, 
the Kardashians. I know I've been talking about them lately here, but it's, I, in a good way, like I've been using them as, as examples. And I, I just think it's really interesting that they can post on Instagram just like you know, any other influencer, but just, you know, scaled out to the max like they have a huge following and they know that they're going to generate hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for whoever they endorse. That is the power of reverse engineering your content. They know what performs. They know what kind of posts are actually going to move the needle for the brands that they sponsor or for their own brands, which, by the way, <laughs> extremely smart. But that's a whole other episode. Um, and so as a result of that, they get to move people into action. Like they're literally direct response mavens. They know how to do it and do it really well. But they also leverage long form content via their TV show, right? Their reality TV show to build that relationship, to build that kind of buy-in into their family. And so it's really interesting how, you know, one of the biggest online you know social media celebrities they do the exact same thing because they're entrepreneurs first they're business owners they've always ran their brands like business owners like entrepreneurs and a, a huge part of that is just Chris Jenner's um you know influence she is a business woman there's a reason why she's called momager and she gets it she always has understood how to monetize content and so I think that whether you agree with the Kardashians or not you know I haven't to have a pretty intense like hate relationship because I do not stand for a lot of things that they believe in but that's besides the point it really is about learning from people who know how to do it and do it well right it's understanding okay how can you model other brands and I'm not saying go model the Kardashians only there's plenty of other brands who do this very very well Um, so if you disagree with them or you just don't whatever that's besides the point the point is that um, it's really smart of you as an entrepreneur as a modern entrepreneur to go and reverse engineer this and then go and look at people who are doing it well literally emulate that strategy and try to look for people outside of your niche outside of your industry because what often happens is we try to emulate everybody in the same space and then everyone ends up everyone ends up doing the same thing and most often than not you don't know what's actually happening behind the scenes of that person's company So please just go emulate people who are successful outside of your niche. Um, I think that's the best, safest way of doing it without looking like a copycat. So I hope that that makes sense in terms of practicality of how you actually turn. Like, what is the secret, really? Just to summarize, just to recap, you cannot be performing random acts of content. You just can't. And we have an entire content marketing playlist If you're watching this on YouTube, that we will link. If you're curious about content marketing, how do you actually organize your content calendar? How do you create content that brings people that captures their attention? How do you create, you know, endless content ideas? All of that is linked in that playlist. And of course, if you're listening on the podcast, we're going to have everything linked over on this episode's uh, blog. So check that out. Definitely always at the end of every episode you know that I'm going to give you all the goods and there's going to be extra resources and links to other templates, other checklists, other things that we have available for you, including our content calendar template that you can leverage so you can stop this random acts of content life. No more. We're not doing random acts of content. Number two, equally as important, I want you to reverse engineer the process of actually moving someone closer to becoming a customer. So 
What does that entail? It means that you are going to look for topics that lead directly that the next step, the next logical step is hiring you, is buying your product, is filling out that application form or scheduling the first consultation. That's what it's all about. I cannot stress this enough. And that is exactly how I've built a seven-figure brand with very a very small audience okay in this in this you know realm you know that I can walk my talk this is real I'm not trying to bs you um you can see that throughout our brand and so I want to make sure that you are way more intentional about pulling that content aside and saying okay how do I take you know, this offer, what kind of content can I create around it? What are the topics that people would resonate around, uh, you know, this content piece? How could the next logical step be, let me buy from you? Let me sign up for this thing. Let me actually book, you know, my first session with you. It doesn't have to be complicated. It just has to be effective. And then once you have that laid out, test and experiment, play around with it. Look at your numbers. You know, are people actually clicking to sign up for your thing? Are they actually buying? Um, And so that's really, really important thing to do. And hey, I'm going to walk my talk on this episode and I'm actually I'm actually going to do the exact same thing. If you want to dive in deeper into marketing and business strategies just like this one, but like extremely deep, I'm talking like literally I take your hand, we're chatting, we're sitting down and we're mapping out your entire business strategy from your marketing to your Facebook ads to understanding blogging and content marketing to individual social media channels like Instagram and YouTube and Pinterest. We got it all inside of the Business Lounge. It's currently closed, but I want you to sign up for the wait list because on occasion, we'll have a couple open spots and we'll send that out. Even if we don't have a public launch, you will be the first one to know when you can actually join the Business Lounge. And seriously, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to have you in there so we can have this kind of conversation, just like Amplified times 2000. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was useful. And now I want you to click over to that content marketing playlist where we'll have our best resources, our best strategies on how you can actually get closer to monetizing your content, how you can be consistent, and how you can create all the important, important things in your business to actually work together. And hey, if you haven't subscribed already, please consider subscribing. These episodes are totally and completely free. We do not take brand deals or sponsorships. We are our only sponsor is our products. So if you want to keep it that way, please show your support by hitting that red subscribe button or just subscribing on the podcast, either on Spotify or Stitcher or iTunes or wherever else you get your podcast. This has been the Business Lounge Podcast. I'm your host. It's been amazing to chat with you. Un beso, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now. So you know how building an online business can be totally overwhelming. You're probably learning new strategies from YouTube, other blogs, podcasts, and taking courses that are all great, but sometimes give you contradictory and even confusing advice. I get it. It's hard to filter through which strategies you should be implementing right now to grow your online business versus the ones that you should stow away for the future, you know, when you're actually ready to implement them. And that's exactly why we designed the online success path. Inside, we broke down the six stages of a successful online business. Validate, launch, hustle, breakthrough, profit, and scale. And we designed a complete roadmap inside the Business Lounge membership just for you. 
Inside each stage, you will find a step-by-step -step action guide tailored to the specific challenges you'll encounter during the stage of business you are currently at, complete with getting started tips so you can know exactly what to expect, video tutorials so that you can implement new strategies, action items so you stay on track, plus full-blown courses to help you focus only on the tasks that will accelerate your progress right now and take you to the next level in your business journey while keeping you accountable and overwhelm-free. So if you're ready to take your online business to the next level, get started at jointhebelounge.com.